Welcome to the Meeple Syrup Show, Designers Discussing Design. We're on episode 72, and start spreading the news. That's right, I'm getting to go to New York, and we're still trying to scramble to figure out a way to get Tyler there as well, because this weekend is the New York Toy Fair. It is basically like the Gen Con of toys uh, for North America. And uh, and everyone knows that Tyler likes toys. So oh yeah, <laughs> toys for boys, girls, adults, children, love it all. And so Did you like uh, adult but, toys is that what you're the, saying? But the beauty, the beauty of <laughs> we'll the toy fair is there is a growing segment. That's right. Probably you know in in the in the toy world, it was kind of looked at as like maybe board games were like fifth on the priority list. But now, board games coming into its, I believe, the eighth year in a row of double-digit percentage growth. All of a sudden, the Toy Fair is starting to pay attention to these board games. And it is uh, starting to make a little bit of noise in the Toy Fair. So there has become more and more companies popping up paying attention to board games. And so we're going to talk about the New York Toy Fair a bit and some stuff about that board games, all that jazz. But before we get there, we always like to say, see what people have been playing. And I'm going to pass over to Tyler and see what games have you been playing lately. I have been... Kickstarters. Yes. I've been playing a lot, a lot of stuff. Oh, my... It actually hurts my brain learning new games, like, every day. It's like... ah, ah, ah. It's like, it's painful. Um, I got Garden Dice today. Um, which looks really cool. It's a couple years old, but it's new to me. I really like that. Uh, Handel Toth uh, is launching on Kickstarter soon uh, from uh, Sweden, Switzerland. I can't remember. It's uh, it's cool because it's got tiles, but you have an upper world and an underworld, and then it has a set board, and you're fighting people and monsters. I just I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, hunting season, uh, cool new little uh, deduction game where you're trying to get your opponents eaten by Bigfoot as you're out hunting. Because that always happens. That always happens. Exactly. (laughs) I actually put a picture out on Twitter today. I was like, ah, because it's got a big Sasquatch on it. I was like, hey, that looks like me. Um, And then I I did something today. Um, I was talking with uh, the company that produced Monstrous. Um, and uh, Kim, Kim's company. <laughs> so I was like, uh, "Hey, are you guys doing?" Oh, because Odd Hackwelder is doing his glass face game, which uh, I saw your picture for Sen, and I had sent him a photo. Yeah. And uh, Kim oh, was like, I'm gonna, hey. "I'm gonna get my photo in on." Yes. So Kim was like, "Everyone, you know, this guy is gonna be in every game." And I was like, "Oh, is there an expansion for Monstrous?" And uh, so he's like, "Ha ha ha!" So then I put my beard on the Cyclops on the front of the box. So. It actually looked like you. It like, really actually looks like you. So I, I quite like one, that. One big eye. Uh, it, it was pretty funny. So yeah, yeah, imagine, 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 you know, Tyler with the same face, but instead of one, two eyes, he has one eye. One right there. Eye. Oh, there it is. <laughs> it looks good. So, son, what have you been playing, Sen? 
Uh, I haven't actually been playing a lot. I'm getting ready. Well, that's not true. So I'm getting ready to travel in a couple days to Mexico to be with my my better half, Jay Cormier, who's getting married to our other better half, to Daniel Steele. And um, so we're going to be in Mexico for a week, and we've got a lot of games to actually play. I don't know if Danny knows this. (laughs) <laughs> or my wife and kids know this, but Jay and I are actually going to work while we're there so that we can write off the whole trip. Nice. That's that's part surprise, of it. Surprise, uh, no. Danny. Yeah, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> so um, we've been working on uh, Powers a lot lately, so we got that going on. Godzilla, we've got another couple iterations to go through just to work on some last, last final tweaks, I think, before we're ready to hit send on that one. Um... And then a couple other games that we're going to be putting out. So, yeah. Uh, oh, oh yes, we can talk about that in a second. Uh, and then uh, I also got this bad girl. Huh? Um, now, I, I haven't unshrinked it yet, so you're getting a little glare there. What? But you see that there. Who does that? Who gets their game and doesn't open it? Me, because I, I, I love them in their original format. Yeah, <laughs> they're, like, they're like action figures. I don't unbox. I don't open them. That's crazy talk. I also have several copies, so I probably will open one. The first thing I do, it's like Christmas. It's like come yeah. on. Yeah, it's funny because it's it's funny because people actually will ask me, "Are you sure you're gonna you don't want to open this?" It's like, no, I don't want to open this. Are you are you sure you don't want to punch these these chits out? I don't yeah, care. That- that's usually my first problem. I'm like, I've just punched six copies of my game. What did I just do that for? Like, <laughs> yeah, and well, I don't punch them all, but I'm definitely bringing them around in the next couple of days to the cafes and whatnot locally to drop off copies for their libraries. Um, and yeah, that, it's uh, it's good because, well, A, it's a good game, but um, we just got reviewed by Tom Vassell of the Dice Towers, and he, I saw that. Great he video. quite liked it. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't know much about the IP, but uh, hopefully... Which is actually kind of better for a review, because it's yeah. like the fans are already going to instantly love it. <laughs> it's but funny, though, because some of the fans on that video, on the video said, you know, it looks like it's pasted on and stuff like that. It's like, uh, I just had a great idea for a video review. I could, like, film it three different times and splice it together so I have, like, three of me sitting there talking about the game. Huh? Yeah. yeah. One with a black beard, one with long hair, and, oh, I'm uh, Khaleesima or whatever the heck her name is. I don't watch the show. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. You have to do that now. That, you've, just, so you've, just, awesome. you've just said that you're doing it, so you, you are, club, buddy. you're pot Go committed club. on this one, buddy. You are pot committed. <laughs> Yeah, oh <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, so yeah, that's that's a thing. Uh, Orphan Black is a thing. So that's been good, and uh, we're really looking forward to just getting hoping hoping people like it, play it, and see what an interesting game it is uh, beyond the IP. Uh, but also people, I hope people who like the IP like the game, and that's that's what we're really hoping for is that combination of. of People who like the IP, people like the comic book getting into games, uh, people who like the games getting into the comic books and the IP. In fact, I know several people who said, oh, that's a game Sen's making. I'm going to go watch the show now or read the comic book or something. So that's been positive. There's a little so bit of... Take that or from Black. Yeah. Well, no. from Sen. Yeah, you're one viewer out of your <laughs> of viewers. This guy right you're here. You're welcome, Black Hunter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, speaking of that, we have to. We should actually uh, 
we should actually talk to Bryce sometimes about about going down on set and and uh, yeah, getting the. You just got a uh, promotion. Oh, good. Getting the uh, maybe if we, if I could ever ever get Tatiana to like sign this, then yeah. I would open it. I would open a fresh copy wow. for Tatiana to sign it. That's what's required. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know the the signature of a of a starlet. That's all. That's all that's required for make me open a game. Wow. I think there. I think I'll do it for less, to be honest. But anyways, what I'm about not, you, Daryl? What have you? Been I have curly handwriting. I'll just fake her signature. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're the world. I'm clone number twelve. Ooh. I I I'll do a spoiler um, and show what I've been up to. I'm gonna switch my camera. Yeah, switch the cam. <gasps> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. It's a mess right now because I've been. There's even spoilers in the shot. Like extra dice that aren't in the main set? They're colorful. Oh, they are colorful. Look at that. Because I just watched the movie like two nights ago. Basically, actually, I feel like that might be. The only published game I've been playing. <laughs> yeah. No, because everything else is just my prototypes, or if I have time, then I play another round of that. So, yeah. And, uh, well, we actually have a guest coming up that we'll be talking a little bit about that and an, an exciting uh, live stream that we have scheduled for tomorrow. Should we talk about that right away? And Sure. Why don't we actually here? bring our guest on? All right. Why don't you introduce our guest, and then I'll talk about the upcoming event. All right, so we, today we have on the show the one, the only, Mr. Nate C. Murray from IDW, who is popping up. Here he is, yay! He has to unmute his mic, but uh, Nate is not only a good friend of ours, but the man behind the Kickstarter campaign for the ever-growing Heroes in the Half Shell, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Kevin G. Wilson designed. Yes. Wonderful board game. How you doing, Nate? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. I'm so happy with the... Uh big support and advice from Kickstarter backers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, was, there, was, there, was there a pair of air quotes around that advice? Yeah, it certainly that sounded like air no, quotes. No, I, I think we've, you know, we've pivoted in the middle of the campaign and picked up some of their stuff, and I know Kevin and I both are learning on the fly as much as we can. But, uh, yeah, it's been wild. It's a lot of fun, and Daryl can attest that the, the final product is the most important part, and that's what's good. So I'm happy. Yeah. Excellent. It is a yeah, bit of a minor miracle that Nate is awake because he is basically nonstop on the comment sections or dropping <clears> into <throat> interviews or anything like that. So we don't know how long Nate will actually stay alive or awake. <laughs> they they company mandated me to sleep last night. Uh, yeah. There was a there was a rule, and I've been told again tomorrow. But yeah, I think it was like <laughs> eighty-five. <laughs> Tonight I was allowed to play a little bit, but uh, yeah, there, I think I did 85 hours last night, last week, uh, including a stretch where I was waiting, oh, crashing at 11:45, and then up at 3:30 waiting for the dang Splinter Unlock to get there. Oh, that Splinter that. Unlock! I was like, come on! Come <laughs> Everyone on. was, and so you know, we were. Okay, you brought it up, so let, let's let's ta chat about this Splinter Unlock and why it's such a controversy. <laughs> the controversy around the Splinter Unlock. What happened? Uh, I don't... Controversy? Well, You're going to have I mean, to drill me worse than that. I'm not throwing myself under the bus. <laughs> I was just going to say, I wish for controversies that bad. 
Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So some people, some people said they were pulling their pledges because of, you know, this was a you know kind of a, a backhanded way of uh, asking for more money that you had to actually pledge more to get this thing. Um, and so a lot of people were kind of upset, and some people were very, they misconstrued a lot of it because it's like, well, what do you mean Splinter's not in the base game? Well, Splinter's in the base game, just not as a playable, and all this other stuff that was just sure. bad information spreading around the internet, and so people were getting up in arms about, you know, yeah. IDW doesn't need money, IDW has this whole other thing, and whatnot, blah, 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 I'm pulling my pledge, I'm pulling my pledge. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see the, I'm pulling my pledge, burr, burr. yeah, I, I saw some, but... <laughs> I'll say this, it's a mixed message because the biggest complaint we have is that we don't have add-ons. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the biggest I, I get. We're getting nailed for not having add-ons, but we're making it very simple. So our goal <laughs> uh, as a company doing a Kickstarter that we expected um, this would be a larger project, we expected, I you know, 400 is kind of where I was figuring it would end. It looks like it's going to go farther. But um, we wanted to deliver on time, and we wanted to not screw up the SKUs. Uh, if you've looked at some other campaigns that put out a huge amount of add-ons, other than the, the guys who are really good, um, they, they're late, and they, you know, they call it wrong, or they have to do two waves of shipping. We didn't want to do any of that. So we said off the jump, we're going to do two tiers. We're going to do a lot of extra stuff for the first guys, and then extra, extra stuff for the second guys. So... Yeah, Splinter's in the upper tier, but it's still on an per average pledge for a miniature style game. You're still paying less for our campaign than you are for almost any miniatures game you would pl back. So I, I I get it, but um, yeah. we're trying to make it easy on everyone, ourselves included. We want to deliver on time. We want it to be easy. In the future, if we do this again, probably not for Turtles, but we might try an add-on strategy. But to to do that your first time and then be late and do things wrong seems worse than to keep it simple and get the game to people. I mean, I'll tell yeah. you right now, I, ha I have uh, update number 150 from uh, the Conan project, so... Oh yeah, yeah, right, so, exactly, so yeah. I, I gotta jump in on this, because I think sometimes it's the, it's the circular reasoning of the masses. I mean, one, literally, before the Splinter announcement, People are complaining the works deal doesn't make sense. There's not enough in the works deal. <laughs> right. And then literally the next item goes in the works deal. That's junk. Why is there such good stuff in the works deal? I shouldn't be forced to get the works deal. And it's like, no, but deluxe is deluxe. Like It should right. be that people want it. And the cool thing that IDW is still doing is everything's going to be accessible through yes. these packs later on that you can purchase. If you right now just want to commit to the base set, get that, and you're going to be able to get everything down the road. You might not get some Kickstarter exclusive, like lithographs or exclusive poses of miniatures, stuff like that, yeah. but you're going to be able to get any of the characters down the road. You might have to wait, but they're going to be available. So sometimes I just feel like it's just this impatience and this frustration that, that builds up, and then people are like, oh, shoot, I don't know what to do when people actually respond and make it better. So I'm going to start depending on the other side. So anyway, we're going to get more into that, but I also I, want to... I have, a, I have a question for Nate. One sec, one sec save it for a oh, sec, because we have okay. a stranger in our midst. Oh, no. Stranger uh, uh, danger! Stranger danger! <laughs> That's right. Our other guest has appeared. Boyan is here. Ooh, um, magic. We only, 
we only have Borean for so long, so uh, we'll, Tyler, we'll jump to your question. I can uh, wait. It's all right. Uh, but let's, uh, while we have Boyan uh, hanging out in the shadows, um, and that's it's slightly better. Yeah. 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 Um, we gotta, we gotta hear some news from you, Boyan, about yeah, sure. New York Toy Fair. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm going some now. of our focus. So first off, could you tell us a little bit about just for our viewers that have never been to New York Toy Fair? What is it? What's it about? And how is it different from say like Gen Con? Sure. Okay. So, um, yep. Tomorrow, I'm heading out to New York Toy New York Toy Fair, and it's basically a trade show for our industry. It's actually the largest um, for us. And Gen Con is mostly a consumer show. So the difference here is that it's basically business to business and not to consumers. And so you're going to have all the large companies there, Mattel and whatever, Asmodee, and so on. And they will be talking to the big buyers from the stores like, you know, Target and Walmart and whatever, and also small mom and pop shops. Um, and everyone's showing their their wares. Basically, it's the preview for what's coming out this year. So, buyers come in February, and then they make the big purchases for summer and October. And I know some of you guys are like, "Well, we just had Christmas." Well, for the industry, they're just planning Christmas 16 right now. Right. So um, New York Toy Fair is something that is not historically known as a board gamey thing. I mean, there's definitely board games there. Um, Nate, from a smaller, or maybe not smaller, but a newer publisher of board games, do you see value in things like the New York Toy Fair over more board game specific conventions like Gen Con and Origins? Yeah, 100%. Um it's actually easier for us to make a splash at a toy fair than it is at Gen Con and Origins with so much loudness and with so much... Um, Gen Con and Origins, it seems like one or two games wins the show. But toy fair is about setting meetings and going over your deck and showing your whole lineup uh, to accounts that are going to buy not you know one copy at a show, but, but stock your line in several places. So uh, our presence at toy fairs in the Diamond booth um, and it's just nonstop meetings, essentially. All right, that makes that makes total sense. Diamond Booth, forgot yep. about them. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. And uh, boy, and uh, wondering uh, why you're going to Toy Fair. Uh, I'm well. I go every year, so that's that's the simple answer. Um, I like to reconnect with my friends and see how things are going. It's basically um, you can check the pulse of the industry very well. Uh, by going. So that's one. Two, um, I also have some secret projects that I'm working on, and so it's, it's a way for me to... I know, I know. Jeez. I know, secret projects. I can't talk about them, but um, uh, it's a way for me to announce them to the industry, and it's, it's very easy since everyone's in one place. Um, so this is what I did when I... Uh, when I produced Tabletop, I went to Toy Fair and I showed everyone what was happening and where we were going to go with it and got a lot of good buzz. And it's easy to, um, how do you say, like in terms of infection vector, like to get your ideas out there. If everyone's in the right place and all the key players are there, you can basically infect them and each other very quickly. So, so yeah, that's, that's what's going on. Um, plus it's New York. I mean, come on, that, that's awesome, right? So... <laughs> Absolutely. I love New York. I am a big yeah. fan. Um, coming back to Nate, I know you're not going to be there, 
But uh, for IDW, what kind of what what are the the products or games that you can talk about that they would be talking about at Toy Fair? So that anyone who doesn't know, you know, what are the up, up and comers for IDW for this season? Oh boy, um, yeah. What what's in our our loadout here? We made Turtles is going to be a big focus. Um, we've got a Godfather game that's really good. Uh, dice area control. The designers are okay. Oh, is that yours? Yeah, they're okay. Oh my god, I forgot that was yours. You're goof. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I could, really, I, turtles that much eating your brain? It's that. It, your brain. See, I, I, I'm. I got mandated sleep last night. There was a yeah, reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Godfather box will be there. Um, that's funny, because I was going to talk very highly about that game, but now it'll sound weird. It's really <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh, but it is a good game. Don't do it that. It is a good game, and we just got the map almost done, I think. Uh, Ooh, it's it's nice. gorgeous, so very cool. So that'll I be a focus. Um, Daryl, if you stop by and meet up with Jerry and... Uh, uh, I mean, Kurt? I'm forgetting what the hell's guy's name. Kurt. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, they'll have a mock-up of something from you. Ooh! Yeah, so um, that's not enough. We're gonna be folks. showing off a. Yeah, it's fun. It's a nice mock-up. Uh, we'll be showing off a word game. I'm pretty proud of that has a mechanic that uh, keeps word games from getting stale. So it's called Your Two Cents. Nice. And essentially, uh, designer uh, Jeffrey Neil Bellinger, Killer Bunnies, which oh, is uh, yes. an interesting choice for a word game. I know. Yeah, yeah. But, that's cool. Um, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, so essentially it allows you to, you know, like the standard word game of apples, apples, any judging mechanic, except that you can just fill in the blank and use your own answer, too. So it's, it prevents staleness, which I, I'm really happy with. So I think that's good mass. Um, and I, I hear one of the rules is you can spell wrong, so, it, you know, anyone can play any way they want. <laughs> I think that was, so probably breakouts should be Godfather Turtles, your two cents, and then um, the the one that Daryl will will see and we'll talk about. It'll, it'll leak there. We'll, we won't leak it today. No, okay. no, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. So, Good news. Yeah. Um, Boyan, when you go to New York, in New York Toy Fair specifically, what is what is something that everybody who's a game designer should do at Toy Fair? Um, well, t so some publishers actually accept meetings at Toy Fair. That's also another reason to go as a designer is that you can have solicitations or basically you go and you say, hey, I have this game. Like, I'm basically pitching this nice little dice game. And um, I'll go and I will say, like, hey, I'll be here at this time, and then you basically do like the elevator pitch, the kind of walkthrough, and then if they're interested, you show them the game. And so uh, for a designer, it's good to go because you can actually get your games published that way. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, Nate, I have a question for you. Um, yeah, for with, the, uh, with the IP, and I, Sen always goes on about IP, and I actually don't know what IP means. With the, <laughs> well, it uh, means that I just went to the washroom, so... <laughs> <laughs> but with, uh, with the Turtles IP... Um, why did you guys go with the traditional old style Lairdman art and not with like the new? Hey, you know, yeah, Universal has the rights. We got the movies. What okay. was the decision there? Well, we have no rights to uh, movie. We have no rights to. Is everyone seeing that, or is it just me? Oh, no, it's everyone. 
Oh, that's so good. That's the new. That's the new deluxe box right there. <laughs> all, all, all three hundred dollars. Um, so we actually are a licensee of the comic brands, uh, Mirage, okay. Old Stuff, and IDW are ongoing, which is a really good comic. One of the two I yes. read every month. So that's what we're allowed to go with for our game. We are not allowed to touch the Nickelodeon cartoon, which is actually hilarious. <clears throat> Uh, nor do we touch the movies. Uh, there's a lot of character overlap, so that's good, but you'll see different versions of those characters depending on um, what you might expect. You know, people have come into the Turtles from so many different ways, that's what's fun. You might have been an 80s cartoon kid, a Mirage kid, 2K cartoon, any version of the movies. Um, they, people come in so many different ways. I can't tell you how many of the 6,500 comments are complaints that we, that we screwed up the bandanas on the box. <laughs> they are wrong. Well, they used to be red. Uh, but I will tell or, or you Or the fact that it's in color. Like, why is it not just black and white? Black I would, and white? You know yeah. what, Nate? If you, if you made a black and white version, I'd be so all over that. That's how you I might, remember the You might open friends. the box? I might open the box. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah. Everyone should know I sent those six... Sec he has six copies, not one. I have six. Yeah, Crack you know copy. what makes me happy? I can't call him out for that because that'd be a jerk move. But you're allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> you, you write them. I felt bad. They're like, "Where's our creator copies?" And I get them in the mail fast, and then they're sitting in tray. No, um, they're going to get I, open. They're going to get open. I, I can make this announcement too. Mass has a different box in the Kickstarter. Yeah. It is not a Kevin. Oh. Kevin it's not a Kevin Eastman box at all. It's a Mateo Santaluco box. So oh, okay. it's so a, the... a completely different look. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you are putting it in... You're, you're go it, is it going to mass outlets? TMNT is going to mass outlets? It's going to hobby. I mean, if mass picks it up, if, we'll see. But it's uh, it, the everywhere that's not Kickstarter, every store that orders not through Kickstarter, they will have a different box than what Kickstarter back. Right. Are. Okay. And that's good to know. That's really cool. Because I would yeah. personally rather have the Eastman one, right? So, there you go. Great. Yeah. Uh, so now, you... just before... Uh... Our next question, I just want to follow up with that, Nate. Um, because companies want to sink their claws, and this kind of goes into the toy fair, which I want to ask Boyan a bit later, um, they want to sink their claws. Hey, they're making money on this. Do you think if it explodes even more that you'll see these other companies say, hey, do you guys think you can do this version of the game? Or, oh, can you put this twist on it? Or uh, I can say... Politically, slowly. <laughs> we had been inquiring about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for two years. Okay. And uh, fighting very hard to get those rights. And there was another company that announced some turtle game products, which surprised us because of how hard it was, so... Yes, we have paved the way. There's another that is happening again with another license that uh, <laughs> Sen knows about. So uh, I, IDW are um, we're very good at paving the way. We're very uh, innovative thinkers, and yeah, we're going to prove that we can put out a good product, and other companies will try and ape it. But that's the way the world works. Like yeah. you know, that's how trends are created. Yeah. Oh, at least you're leading the way, though. Leading the way. Talking about leading the way. Got to come back to Boya. With a, with a leading question? With, with a leading question. Wait, I, hold, I hold realize... On. Wait, hold on. Before you uh, give me the leading question, I wanted to tag back to what Nate was saying earlier about licensing. There's, there's a term we use called 
splicing, where you take <laughs> a license and you splice it up into smaller, smaller categories. Yeah. A lot of times people think like, oh, you have the game rights to Vikings or whatever. You're like, yeah, I have the card game rights to the yeah. comic book at in this market. Like, yeah, by this artist. Right, it's like super yeah, right. gerrymandered. Like, I can do just exactly this and not use those images or that voice or this, in whatever. You know what I mean? So that's really common. Um, sure. and so, or, or licenses can even be open. They're not exclusive all the time. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, and you might even see multiple companies purchase purchase the rights to that. Yeah, but it also depends on how how it's splicing stuff. Like, is it for mass market? Is it for this game mechanic? Mm -hmm. Into this whatever. So, hey, honey, you know, do you want to splice our marriage? Oh, right. Okay, <laughs> sorry. So it's one of those things that consumers don't really think about. They're like, oh, it's turtles, like all turtles. Like actually, no, it's comics, the new comics. Right. right. Yeah, you could a, a good brand for this example would be Walking Dead because it has Walking Dead TV on one side. Then it has Walking Dead board, uh, board and card on one side. Then it has right now Walking Dead miniatures, and that's how they're getting around Walking Dead. All of a sudden, because of Kickstarter, miniatures has become more of a category, and companies yeah. are re are doubling down and splicing and giving right. out miniatures rights, first board game rights, to right. get another partner involved. Right. So exactly. That's that's how it happens. Um, it's. It is what it is. You just you just put out the best thing you can, and you don't yeah. worry about anybody else. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And also, if you do well, you might end up getting the full category or adding an extension to your category. You know, so like if you do well with the property, they might say, "Oh, now do collectible cards or yep. or just uh, backpacks or whatever." You know. Absolutely. IDW is doing backpacks. You heard it here first. Well, breaking, breaking waves. We're kickstarting them. We're going to so, kickstart a Bluetooth backpack. I, I like your style there, Boylan, of trying to avoid my questions, but I'm going to come back at you. And that's right. You have you have successfully alluded saying what some of these spoilers coming to Toy Fair, but can you at least give a little spoiler hint of what kind of news you might um, be sharing? I mean, with this little audience, there's hardly anyone watching. That was like an yeah. offer you can't refuse. You just made him an offer you can't refuse. You yeah, find a horse head in your Honestly, I can't. I cannot say, but I, I will guess in a vague way say that I'm helping represent a large tech company moving into the space. Eh? Sure that they mm -hmm. know the space and they know the key players and that we're building something really cool together cool. and that it will make a big splash and should make all of our lives better. Um, again, I, I like to think of tide that rises all boats. Like I try not to like help any one person but help everyone because if, if the pie is bigger, we don't have to fight over smaller slices. We can just... Sure. Can we guess? Can we guess? No, I'm just kidding. No, I think no, I know. No, 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 actually, I do have a follow-up. You just confirmed Google Glass is buying Golem Arcana. Google Glass, isn't it? Very obvious. <laughs> <laughs> so obvious. But I, I do want this, boy. What about when it is allowed to be announced at Toy Fair? Because I'll be there. Then can I at least like report it then? Uh, yeah, come, come talk to me. Um, I will come talk to you. Yeah. And you'll let me know when I can release through the Meeple Syrup channels. Sure, sure. All right, all right. 
At least we got that kind of that semi scoop. Semi scoops are better than not scoops at all. Um, whose question is next? Well, I, I think Tyler has something. Yeah. Yeah, I have a oh, question yeah. re regarding board games and Toy Fair, which is what you uh, kind of brought up at the beginning of the show, Daryl. Um, the fact that board games have risen exponentially, pretty much, as far as making money in the market and uh, companies grabbing attention. Um, the people I feel bad for is the little guys. I mean, IDW is a, a pretty big name, but you have tons of little pocket mom-and-pop shop game companies that, you know, uh, and I'm not talking big companies coming in, I'm talking like, you know, Walmart and Costco and all these places that, oh, I don't care about board games. Suddenly they're making money, they're wanting to grab that apple, and you have all these little guys that are like, oh my goodness, you're, like, you're stealing our bread. Uh, sort of. I mean, at Toy Fair, a lot of the sales are actually directly to retailers. Yeah. Or for, mu for much of toy and specialty, hobby, education, there are no distributors. Distribution okay. is a strange, like, dinosaur that exists in hobby board games, but does not exist in other, other forms. And so if I am a small mom-and-pop shop, I go to Toy Fair. I go to Toy Fair to buy the coolest stuff and, like, get the good deals and get the promo items and, like, have a direct connection to the publisher. It's actually the opposite. The, the small publishers really like Toy Fair because they get to do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, the big, now the big um, sorry, the mom-and-pop retail stores like it because they can have the connection directly to the publishers, but larger retailers like it, too, because they can actually see the full catalog. They can make decisions, they can make changes if they need to, like they can talk to the publisher and say, hey, um, could you change this cover, or you know, would it be okay if we do this instead of that? And then, because they're ordering for a lot, so just to give you numbers, like Target has 1,700 stores nationwide, and if they buy a case, six units, that's 10,000 units. So that's the kind of sale that's happening at Toy Fair. And that's right? worth making a variant cover yeah. Right. So they might say something like, "Hey, can you drop the price, or can you put it in different packaging, or why is this there, or um, uh, this is nice, but is there something that's tied to this but smaller, or whatever?" Oh, you know, kind of like my uh, Toys R Us exclusive uh, Girl Talk Jenga, like that. Oh, very, very, very much exactly example. like that. That's a good example. example. I will. Pretty I will say, Tyler. I while scrolling through the names of all the booths that are at Toy Fair. Yep. For example, I was going through just the letter G, and there were two hundred. And I recognized. <laughs> and I recognized Why G. I just it was the next letter grouping, so I I chose G and I scanned through and I recognized three companies of those two hundred. Because wow. it's wow. just like Great White North Games, Great North Games, Great Shark Games, Great Zebra Games. Did you say Great Shark Games? Great Shark. No. So definitely there is a, a variety, as, as William was mentioning, of mm -hmm. uh, big players and, uh, and smaller stores and, and everywhere in between. Yep. Mm -hmm. cool. Hey, Nate, does uh, IDW have any plans on getting into the toy end of things? <clears throat> have you guys ever done toys? I don't, I don't even... I can't think of an IDW-related toy because most of the stuff that you would make toys of already have toys, like the Joes and the Transformers and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. So we're, um, if you don't know us through games, you know us through publishing, and we're the biggest licensed comic publisher in the world. 
and our biggest partner is Hasbro. So yeah, we would never make toys based off those comic lines. Um, that said, I yeah, I'd like to be in that business. I was talking with my boss today about um, growth beyond board games, and I do think that you know there's some cool toys collectibles that I want to get into. Um, so we're very open to it. And we have some opportunities, especially with TV shows coming up that we own, to maybe make figures and, and different stuff off of. So, yeah, it, it, it's coming. But the, the way to get around that is to have, have it be whatever the game, the thing. Right, yeah. so you know, it's like <laughs> I, yeah, this, this figure is not the figure; it's the figure of, of the toy. Game. Yeah, right. sure, yeah. sure. The right. the other famous one for that is you go to the uh, the impulse aisle and you see all those keychains, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, they're they're just toys, but they they, they couldn't get the toy license, so they're keychains. But they don't actually attach the little keychain on top. You have to put it on yourself. You put it on yourself. So yeah, I mean, oh, the oversized eighty inch. 80, excuse me, millimeter uh, piece that we throw in turtles at the end. That'll be a great toy. It'll have a rule or two. Yeah, it's a toy. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right, well, I got to let Boyan go because we actually uh, interrupted him from preparing some exams. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We appreciate you popping in here and sharing a little bit, and I look forward to seeing you at Toy Fair. Yeah, out. totally. Yeah. We'll see you later, Bo. And oh, we we have to do a show at some point about education and game education. design. So we'll, ah, we'll love it. Yeah, we'll yeah. pick that up some other time. Okay, cool. See you later, Bo. Okay, nice bye. Have fun, guys. Bye. And then there was one. Dun, dun, dun. It was Nate Murray. Hey, I have a question for Nate. Um, regarding yeah. IDW and licensing, what are some licenses that you guys would like to go after? Like. G.I. Joe, could we see a Daryl or a Daryl, a Larry Hama era G.I. Joe type game? Oh, I like where you're going with that, Tyler. Um, Larry, dude, Larry Hama is still doing G.I. Joe for us. I don't know, but I'm talking like the the early 80s when it was actually like really, really good. Like, you really mean like, let's, let's break up our team into four things. Go to the north, the south, the east, and the west. <laughs> no, we crystals for the temple. That we 80s? continue that storyline every month. I, so. I know. Go to the comic shop. I, was say, I know you do. That stop. You just you just it, walked it into one. It really has. Because <laughs> you know what? They, need, the some, they need something for Snow Job to do. Snow Job yeah. needs a job. There, there is something up in the Arctic. We are yeah. continuing that old comic line still every month. So yeah, you, yeah right. we, we something do that. Deep Six but needs to go diving. Dudes on a map. Well, we see that translating onto a game board. You will never. See a Hasbro game from IDW Games. I've been told repeatedly, so I have I'll tell you now. Told that as well. <laughs> yeah, he will never see it, and it's not because we wouldn't stop everything except for Turtles <gasps> to go do it, but it's because what they have about, their own game division and they're ramping up. Hasbro and Mattel merge, and they have to let go of some stuffs. Because of antitrust monopolies. Um, that's super interesting because we there's stuff I want from Mattel too. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I'm gonna try to make happen. Yeah, make that you're, you're gonna cause a derisive rift between. I'm gonna no no I'm gonna bring Mattel and Hasbro together. You're gonna get in the room. Oh, they're already get, they're already in the room. Happen. So exactly, okay. it's already the boats are already going together. Okay. And then I'm just gonna say so that the world is okay with this, just release all of. IDW stuff. 
Well, if you can't get the licensing, I just had a great brain brainstorm idea. What you could do because you always go into like the dollar stores and they got the cheap Star Wars <laughs> knockoff oh, games. It's, it's knockoff game the knockoff. You can't get GI Joe. Well, this is GI Jake, and then you just do the game. It's all the same stuff, but he's got weird colors on him. Toxic <laughs> paint, you know. I just saw a Kickstarter that was a. I mean, it it basically said we're ripping off Star Wars. And it made two, three hundred thousand cards were the Death Sun, not the Death Star. I mean, it, I could not believe how rampant they were on it. I don't. I hope they got yeah. shut down. To be fair, I, I don't want to be too if salty, but if having to work with down, approvals, they're going to get sued someday. Yeah. yeah, but having to work with approvals. I mean, every single card was that. So yeah, there are the there's the options to GI Jake, but as a, a company as big as we are, definitely we can't. <laughs> you know, Hasbro's been so Hasbro's been so cool with us. Like they just yeah, gave nice us, yeah, they just gave us um, ROM just purely because our editor in chief has wanted it for five, ten years. They finally just said, you know, they didn't really want to, but they're like, okay, because you're great partners. So oh, so you yeah, guys are doing Space Mate uh, as a comic? Yes, it's yes. coming out in yeah. May. Yeah, totally. very neat. So, yeah, and I mean, just from the other track, from the other side of the track, from the Hasbro track, I know that anything that has a tie to the movie universe is pretty much off limits for game design for a while anyways, until they yeah. shake all that out. Because it obviously board games are is not as big a market as the movies, so they have to make sure that the continuity within the movie lines, uh, because you'll see... At some point, some of them are going to do things that will, you know, cross over, sort of like the Marvel Universe is doing. And uh, in that respect, they they can't let the designs kind of go away from that yet. So, there you go. So, yes, yeah, so no Transformers board game, no G.I. Joe board game, no... Transformers first G.I. Joe board yeah, game. No, none of that. None of that yet. Uh, and... One day, maybe we'll see it, and uh, I'll let you know when I when I get a call and say, "Hey, design that." I say, "Okay, cool, I'll do that." <laughs> but or somebody else gets a call, and we get the call that they got the call. We'll we'll also do that too. That's the funniest is they got the call. <laughs> you I never got, know. I got I got that call from someone. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's an interesting uh, world with IPs. But um, back to Toy Fair. So, Nate, have you ever been to Toy Fair? No, I uh, I'm in the shop while Jerry and Kurt go to Toy Fair. Um, especially this How year. How fair is that? How fair is that? hundred percent fair. I have I no interest in New York in February. I I, I um, Gamma is my favorite show of the year. It's low key. It's easy. Nice. Uh, it's Vegas, it's Reno next year, so that's that's my favorite show. As long as I'm on the Gamut Squad, that's the only what's show a, I need to work every year. What's the fun in Reno compared to, to Vegas? Uh, I have a little more. I have a little more fun at the. I played my favorite table ever in Reno. Um, okay. I played a legendary table in Reno that play. I played the best hand of my life there. That was really good. But, so you're uh, like the one person happy that Gamma's moving. I am so. I me and John Ward are. The, we're we're. We will convince the world because the pepper mill in Reno compared to the Baileys in Vegas. No offense, <laughs> Baileys. That, that doesn't matter, right? I can say this. The pepper mill is gorgeous. It's an awesome hotel. I can say that the Baileys is not I'm ideal. I you can say that. Yeah, you okay. Totally say that. It's your yeah. opinion. Yeah, my opinion is the pepper mill is one of the best hotels I've visited, and I'm so happy we're moving the convention there. It's really nice. You guys are going to dig it. Yeah, awesome. I've never I'm, been to Gamma. I gotta do Gamma one of these. I am actually yeah, looking to Gamma. forward to trying to get to Gamma at some point. So that's uh, super fun. Yeah, I mean, our first game got signed at Gamma, so I'd like to go to Gamma at some point. I just uh, oh. 
Never got around to yeah, it. The Belfort story. Yeah, yeah, the Belfort story. But um, let's let's talk more about what uh, you know what what the future holds for you know IDW in terms yeah. of. So we're talking about New York, and obviously the okay. Turtles story started in New York and mm -hmm. ends in New York and all that kind of stuff. Uh, being that that's where they live in the in the comics, so what um, what do you think the market penetration value? If we're talking about Toy Fair, we're talking about Turtles. Let's combine the two and say, is there hope for the hobby version of the game getting into mass market? What do you think? Oh boy, I don't know what price point. So if it comes out at a ninety dollar price point. Is that realistic? Yeah, I I think what you'd see instead is um, would you do this? <laughs> Some standees. Yeah, but I don't think the gameplay mechanics are, are going to go mass either. So I, I think instead what you might see is some of those sculpts picked up and used mm -hmm. in a forty dollar kid friendly. You know, Rock'em Sock'em versus Rocksteady and Bebop. Um, yeah, it could be like a skirmish, just like a plain simple. Just a, a yeah, almost a roll and move, but not. I I don't know that. Have you seen anything at Barnes and Noble above sixty yet? I, I, I not know. really. It's mostly yeah. like things like Tapple and you know Ticket if, to Ride and. I'll, I'll, here here's the obvious one. If Star Wars Imperial Assault didn't yeah. bust out and show up somewhere last year, then this Turtles game is not going to do it. And that's not a shot at us. That's a fact. No, it's like that movie would have sold. Yeah, yeah, there's, there, yeah, there's no Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Merc Day at Target this year, but there sure was for Star Wars last year, right? Right, right, right. So yeah. if Imperial Assault wasn't part of that rollout, we're not going to be part of the rollout either. So we'll, we'll have to make a mass game. We do have the rights to do so. Okay. And are you guys aiming at mass in any way, shape, or form in the next little while, from the board game side of things, on what brand? Any brand. What, uh, what brands yeah, you guys have got that are in in mass right now? I don't know that. Yeah, we have uh, Machi Koro's in. Oh, right, um, right, 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 right. Thank you. Monsters, X Files. Um, I you know, Back to the Future. I think will go other iterations of that brand. Um, we're trying to start uh, smaller line stuff, depending on results of this show. But we're we're pitching. Would you want to see sixty card? We've gotten feedback, so we're going out there with some mock-ups. Would you want to see sixty card deck games on pegs, things like that? So we're, we try everything and come back and, and adjust accordingly. But um, yeah, some of our brand stuff's on now. Do you guys think you can get the licensing to Greatest American Hero? Oh, <laughs> I. Honestly, I think somebody pitched that to us like two weeks ago. Yeah, believe it or not, believe it or not, somebody. Yeah. Funny. Yeah, yeah, some of the stuff that comes through is pretty amazing. I can't say any of of it, I'm sure, but we we've gotten either very close with us hunting it or very close with them pitching it on so many hilarious titles. So, you, you never say never. Mm -hmm. The Beachcombers. <laughs> I don't think Nate knows what that is. Nate, do you know who the Beachcombers are? I do not know who the Beachcombers are. It's a very Canadian thing. <laughs> you have to be Canadian. Very Canadian. <laughs> that will not sell. That will not even sell in Canada, guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was really. It's what happens before. Wild, uh, you know, the magical world of Disney went in the seventies and eighties. That's what Beachcombers was. Oh wow! Okay. You'd watch the Beachcombers, and then you'd get, you know. The magical world of Disney. Um, what else is there in uh, 
in IDW land. So um, in, our, in our little side chat over over there that you guys can't yeah. see who are watching us, uh, when Godzilla was, we talked about Godzilla, then Nate said, Godzilla? What's up with that? And the reason why is because IDW publishes the comic book version. Um, and so that kind of goes back to what we were talking about in terms of not necessarily, this is not necessarily splicing, but it kind of is, where we have the movie rights um, mm. and IDW would have the comic book rights. So it's this interesting kind of, well, how is this going to work out? Or can IDW do something to make a game? And they probably can. It just depends on yeah. how the rights yeah. are all cut up and spliced out, right? Right, so you, you, I mean, you publicly spoke about Godzilla, so you have a game in the works for it then? Yes, 100%. Is that with Toy Vault? It's with Toy yes, Vault. Yes, 100%. It's, it's with Toy Vault, okay. And that's based off movie? Yes. Okay, all right, interesting. Yeah, we, um, Godzilla's cool as heck, yeah. and so we don't have game rights on the publishing side, but I, I personally, and the writer of the longest-running Godzilla Comics slash employee of IDW, Chris Mowry, really would like to see a, uh, a Godzilla game as well. So I was surprised. I didn't know that Toy Vault was still developing anything. I know they did a few. I'm um, mm -hmm. glad to hear that they put on quality design to do a, a new one, though. So I'm excited for you. Congrats. It's, it's, a, it's a strategy game, too. It's not light. Like, they've had light stuff, like Godzilla Stomp. Yeah, they've had uh, they've, yeah, uh, Godzilla Stomp, which is... Uh, the of our show. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. This, is, this is a, you know a card game deck, you know, you're actually, like, building it out and, and strategizing against each other. Is it a deck builder? No, it's a, uh, like, a, more like a expandable like card game. Interesting. No 3D yeah. components, then? Nope. Not at hmm. all. All right. Yeah, so, so I mean... Comics in 3D. Yeah, if you're interested in talking about, I, I, the Godzilla thing is near and dear to my heart. I was, was going to say, Sen has been deep <laughs> in Godzilla research mode. So. Yeah, but even no, before awesome. that, even my and some of my favorite memories of my childhood are watching uh, black and white Godzilla movies on real. Um, wow. Yeah, cool. I just, I yeah, I grew up watching Godzilla, so there you go. Uh, it's, it's, it, it, maybe it's an Asian thing. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I did too. So I, yeah, I love yeah. that. No, right now to be you know again to be clear, IDW does not have game rights for any Godzilla, whether it be our own comics or you. That's a different right you have to pursue. Right. You don't just get to make derivatives of your publishing material. You have to carve that out. That's why we don't have toys yet and all that. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, it's funny. We just had the conversation this week about Godzilla and how fun that would be. It was uh, Maori and I, but. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I really am excited to check out your game. At least cool. I know. Yeah, be yeah. well, I mean, next time we meet up, we'll we'll show it to you as well. So, um, Daryl, you had a, yeah, yeah, well, I will circle back because we're almost running out of time. We're like we've got four minutes. How'd that uh, happen? But one thing Jeez. that's happening, big thing tomorrow, um, and we've been hyping it on the Kickstarter, mentioning it is the is going to be the the first live stream playthrough of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So. Ooh. We, I mean, there's our, there is a, a bit of a playthrough video that people can look up if you want to see some of the gameplay in action. You can find that on Kickstarter, on the Kickstarter page if you scroll down. Um, and there's, you know, an animated version to explain to you that you get to see some of the things like the cool dice mechanic and see just how, like, kind of a turn would take place. But if you want to see a scenario, an act, a battle, then tomorrow night, same time that we... Uh, 
No, it's not the same time that we do our show. No, it's a, it's a different it's time. It's 8.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, if you tune in to the Nerd Nighters uh, Twitch feed, uh, so that would be uh, DFW Nerd Nighters on twitch.tv, uh, you will find a live uh, playthrough uh, where uh, my playtesting group will be uh, playing through a scenario, and if people have questions about the game, Nate will be on, and also Ace from Nerd Nighters will be on. Ace will kind of represent like the, the average person who's co- coming in blind and doesn't know anything, so he'll kind of ask Nate questions as well. Uh, but between the two of them, they'll chat and talk about the game while we're playing, and so people can see the game in action, and you can see kind of how the turtles work together against the villains, and how they use the cool uh, sharing dice mechanic that Kevin Wilson has come up with, come up with how each of the characters are unique because of their special power cards, and because of their stats, and because of their unique dice, and see how the scenarios work out. Um, and how then that will give you a, a bit of a lead so that you can see how really all the the books are going to work. So who, who gets to play Shredder tomorrow? That's a good question. I Last time I was with my, my playtest group, they wanted me to be villains, but that's mostly because they just like attacking me. So <laughs> that might end up happening again. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, maybe we'll we'll have to fight it over. We, we have the, the pizza already ready, ordered, and uh, we'll have a we'll have a fight over who gets to be which Ninja Turtle, and then uh, who gets to be the villains. Nice, cool. And so, just for audience members, that's going to be on the Nerd Nighters channel on their Twitch channel. Eventually, Daryl and I'll get our stuff, our act together. It's just been pretty hectic over here with going to. Uh, traveling for whatever and traveling for Toy Fair and whatnot. Nerd Nighters had it started up before they left for Mega Civ, so they are up and running for the last like month, I think, really on Twitch. So we're going to get our stuff hooked up that way too so we can do more of that type of thing, I think, over the long run um, exactly. because it's, it's definitely something that um, we think is a value add that we like to do and we enjoy playing other people's games, especially when they're in the raw form. As designers, and as this show is the mandate is designers discuss, discussing design, I think uh, showing off games in their prototype form or near to finished form is, uh, you know, one of our imperatives, really. Yeah. Um, so well, one other one other thing, okay, yeah, and then so that's happening tomorrow, and then next week, talking about designers talking about design, we'll have uh, Kevin Wilson um, in on a, um, a Twitch, live Twitch, of playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles via Tabletop Simulator. Oh, cool. So then uh, cool. people can listen to Kevin as he plays the game with a few of us uh, on, the, on the Twitch feed live as well, so people can see, see that and see the game um, in Tabletop Simulator. Nice. Did Ace do the simulator? Yeah. Did Ace do the simulator? He's working on it right now. Yeah, awesome. Um, do we have any last-minute questions for Mr. Murray? I'm just scrolling through the audience right now, and I can't see anything because I'm scrolling too fast. <laughs> oh, uh, I just wanted to uh, give a shout-out for um, Cat Tower. Cat Tower. Yeah. Yeah. Cat Tower. Started at my local game store. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. I feel that's... like my local game store just must have got an enormous IDW shipment because all of a sudden it was like, Everywhere. There was yeah, the, we had we had three games backed up, and they all went out together. So that makes sense. Yeah, it was just everywhere. I mean, they even had 
they had the open sesame. They had oh, okay. like they had everything set up. Um, oh. the what's the C one? Sorry, I'm drawing a blank. In the tin, beautiful tin. Uh, the Pirates of the Seven Seas. Right. Pirates of the Seven Seas. Oh, okay. Like that, but I mean, yeah. I felt like it was almost an IDW shrine. I was like, wow, great. <laughs> that's what every store should look like. At J and J's, J and J Cards and Collectibles. Home nice. of the IDW game line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's uh, call it a show, and then we'll start the after show and. If there's anything else that people want to ask to Nate, uh, maybe Nate will stick around. Or Nate, do you need to go to bed? He needs to go. Uh, I'm I'm cleared, man. I, I'm a, all right, all right. After show, after show, after show. We hey, during the after show, so that everyone everyone knows, we're going to uh, first uh, pitch what we think Boyan's Boyan spoiler is. Yes. So <laughs> it might be Google Glass. It might be something else. So stay tuned. Yeah, I want another crack to our pitch <laughs> of what Boyan is going to release. We're going to do maybe our top ten uh, Boyan releases for New York <laughs> All right. We're going to get it Meanwhile, right. uh, just keep making great games. We look forward to trying your game soon. Roll the credits. Well, I, I would have if you had given me time. <laughs> That's why I Let's, well, how much let's time transform an IDW out of here. Nice. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. One second, one second, one second. Let's How many pitches do you need, dude? That was gold. <laughs> there we go. All right. I only accidentally announced one game on that. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>